0: hey hey it's your girl stay brown welcome back or if this is your first time here welcome i am so grateful you have decided to tune in to listen to me talk about how i'm basically figuring out being an adult it still sucks here but you keep it moving let's get straight into this episode So I've been having a really tough time just managing my emotions, really. And as an ADHD, anxiety ridden babe, I'm sure those of you who are in the same boat as me are thinking, well, yeah, Steph, that's literally our entire existence. Like, what's your point? But (laughs) I just want to take some time to talk about it because it's really getting on my last nerve. And I'm really tired of pretending like it's not. Like, if I'm not in a completely disassociative state, then my feelings go up and down like a roller coaster for what feels like absolutely no reason at all. I could be having a seemingly normal day. I get up, go to the gym, go to work, you know, feeling good, feeling sexy. I'm ready for the day ahead, and then boom. 30 minutes later everything's grey and now I'm miserable I can't focus on anything I want to go home and just force my cat to snuggle with me and honestly nothing has happened in that time my reality is still exactly the same it was 30 minutes prior I haven't dropped my food or stubbed my toe both of which are extremely valid meltdown moments like you know but Life is exactly how it was five minutes ago, but my feelings have changed and now everything's tedious and boring and I don't want to do it. And this happens so often. I think to a degree it's because up to this point I've been trying so hard to maintain a solid outward appearance and a get on with the attitude. And I just wasn't allowing myself to have space to feel how I really feel. But I've always been labelled as the strong friend. The one who has it together, saves her money, lives a good life. And I always thought it was such a compliment, even though it was so far from the truth. But sometimes your strong friend needs some words of encouragement too. And for a hug and for someone to tell them that everything's going to be okay. Because in actuality, our strong friends are struggling just as much as everyone else. We just don't show it as much. And part of that is because so much has been put on us being strong, even when we're crumbling, that we feel like we have to keep up appearances. I was always telling myself, like, it's enough now, like, just let it go. And then pushing my feelings as far down as they could go and acting like I was over it. Thinking, that's how you be strong. And then when you pair that with my consistent need to pour into other people, basically as a way of making myself feel useful, plus not giving them the opportunity to pour back into me because I'm a strong friend and I didn't want to be an emotional burden, I was left feeling completely disconnected from my body And just my entire life. I literally felt like an NPC half the time. Unless I was out partying. Or I'd met someone that made me feel alive. And both of those roots are just asking for trouble. So, (laughs) you know. I was also extremely lonely in those moments. I haven't quite combated the lonely element yet. But right now, I'm really trying to work on being present in life as it's happening. And in that my emotions now are just running haywire like I can't tell if the extent to which they're Harlem shaking is just normal teething issues or this is just what it's like to exist with ADHD because they feel so big I feel like a baby half the time like if I was an infant this would be my terrible twos my head is in a tizzy I want to throw stuff I just want to kick and scream until someone comes and blows in my face and tells me to breathe and calm down and just holds my hand through the emotions. That's not something I've ever had as a child. But I don't know, i seen it on TikTok and I feel like it would help. Maybe my inner child is just like, oh, that's what I needed. But I didn't get it. That's what I need now. As a young black girl, I feel like our community, or should I say our parents, really failed us emotionally. Because I know I'm not the only person that feels like our parents weren't and still aren't emotional safe spaces. And because of that, when it comes to being an adult and trying to manage our emotions, we are not equipped. I remember so many times as a young girl being hurt or upset and wanting to go and talk to my mum about it or just wanted to go over to her and cry and have her put her arms around me and just hold me and stroke my hair, whatever it is that moms are supposed to do, but I couldn't because I feared that I would be dismissed or I would be judged or that my feelings would be completely invalidated. I'd heard stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about in so many moments of severe distress that pushing my emotions away was the only thing that I could do it was a survival mechanism. And to say I had to do that to survive sounds really dramatic, but that's literally all you're doing as a child. And that was the tool that I was given to deal with emotions. So as I'm learning now to let myself rest and really release. I'm seeing, one, how emotionally taxing that is, and two, how I actually don't have any tools at all. And part of me is like, if I let my emotions flow, then maybe I would have been equipped with the tools. But then I have to really sit and think, like, where would I have got those tools from? Because my parents also didn't have those tools. But the lack of those tools for me growing up has cost me so much emotional distress. Because once you get to a teenager and you start living your life, all you have to lean on is what you learned when you were young. You think the mechanisms that you've built are normal. And even if things don't feel right, you find ways to make things feel less. Everything is coming at you so fast that until things start to slow down and you're at an age where you really start to value relaxation... You don't realize how detrimental your coping habits are to your well-being. And by then, it's kind of too late. Like, the damage has been done. Like, I can say that many, many, many of my dating choices have been based on me trying to find someone that is a safe space who I can be emotionally open with and vulnerable with. Because I don't have that in my immediate home. And it's actually caused me more pain in the process. Regardless of that, I can't change the past. I have to accept it as it is and just find ways to parent myself how my inner child needed to be parented all those years ago. I just have no idea how to actually do it. Like if I've learned anything, it's that I don't know how to self-soothe. Like, I only really learnt how to cry at 25 years old. Like, don't get it twisted. It's not that I wouldn't cry at all. It's more that when I would cry, I'd shed one, two tear, and then I would tell myself to cut it out and stop being a dumb bitch. And yes, that's literally how I used to speak to myself. (laughs) And even in those moments when, you know when you'd go and you'd be feeling some type of way and someone would ask you, are you okay? And you might break down. I really did not want anyone to see me cry. Like I got so good at holding it in that eventually, as soon as that feeling like arose, it'd be shut down and I would simply distract myself. I'm on to the next thing. You can ask me how I am, everything. Even when I'm on the brink of tears, they would not come. I remember so often feeling like I needed to cry. I just needed to release everything that I was feeling. physically couldn't and it didn't even concern me until sorry guys trigger warning I had an abortion and after it I just didn't feel anything I had one sob when my best friend came to see me and that was it five minutes of tears and I moved on (laughs) also I thought In actuality, I just delved headfirst into every legal coping mechanism you could think of. I'm pretty sure I drank every weekend for about a year straight. And I just couldn't figure out why I felt so terrible after a day of drinking. That was probably why. (laughs) And even when I realised that I was simply using it as a means to cope with the pain of the situation I'd gone through, there was no huge crying moment. A huge wave of tears with the realisation of everything that I'd lost. Mm -mm. The craving I had for alcohol was gone. But so was the time to mourn what I'd lost. And it wasn't until this year that I really learned to let my feelings in. In the moment. And then let them out. And that was because... I wasn't alone when I needed to do that. Like, I can count on my hands the amount of times in my adult life that I have cried. Like, full-on ugly cry, sobs, snot, the lot, everything. And each of those memories includes someone who was there to support me in the moment. The first couple of times, though, I felt so embarrassed. I vowed never to do it again but the third was this year with my ex. Granted the tears were 100% his creation but words cannot express nor situation take away from how healing it was to just cry and let all the energy out while someone held me. The same thing happened a few weeks later and It was with my work colleagues, actually. Don't judge me because life really had been on top of me. (laughs) They literally piled onto me, rubbed my back and just allowed me to have my moment. They let me release and they were there for me whilst I did. And for someone like me, I will appreciate that forever. In my head, right, I can just see no man is an island. And I say it to so many people all the time. Because we think that we have to deal with everything by ourselves. Whether that's because we've been hurt before or because we were just never taught how to share those emotions with others. But we need others. We can find healing in and amongst each other. I remember um, in that conversation with my colleagues, I was explaining everything that was going on whilst I was starting a new job. And one of them looked at me and said... Steph, that must have been so awful. I don't know how you cope with all of that. I would have been a mess. I mean, I'd literally just gone through a breakup, a miscarriage, and just an all-round shit situation during my first week of work. (laughs) And I still went in with a smile on my face and I advocated for myself. I attempted to befriend my colleagues and I didn't make out like I was crumbling inside I was masking over time. Like, over time with a capital, every single letter and underline in italics. And in that moment, do you know what my response was? It's life. With a shrug of my shoulders. Because no one had ever validated how I felt like that before. And I didn't know what on earth to say. But honestly, it's been the start of a new relationship with my emotions. Because that one little statement reminded myself of the extent of everything I was dealing with. She didn't even know half the things I just said, but the compassion made me feel like I was allowed to feel terrible. I was allowed to really cry about it and I was allowed to make space for myself. Because no matter how many other things people have going on in their lives, I'm allowed to feel how I feel because my feelings are valid too. I now know that a lot of my issues with my emotions is because I've held on to them for so long. Because I didn't feel like I had the right to feel any type of way. And now that I've accepted that actually, I absolutely am. All those emotions are creeping up on me and spilling out everywhere and in the most random times but I'm ready to let go now. Although I don't know how to manage my emotions just yet I can happily say I no longer want to be that girl that just shuts them down every time they come up. The amount of times I've been crying of recent I can honestly say that after every session I feel so much relief and as much as I can't stand like how I'll be having a good day and then two seconds later I'm being slapped in the face with a random wave of sadness. I'm holding on to the hope that at some point all the extra emotions that I haven't dealt with, that I just shut down and locked away, will have been released and my days will start to be brighter, longer than they're grey and things won't feel so hectic. I hope that I can learn the tools And the mechanisms that will make me feel better when something happens and I don't feel good. And I hope that one day I grow the confidence to be able to share those feelings and be supported through it by the people around me. And I hope the same for you too, Bestie. Because there are people that know and love you. And I'm 100% certain they would love to support you through the things that you are dealing with. To just hold your hand whilst you cry. We just need to give them the chance to show up for us. And help them help us remind our inner child that she is not alone. So today's song of the session is Undone by Malia. I'm not even going to explain it. Honestly, listen to the lyrics. They are amazing, incredible. Let them touch you. Let her voice soothe you and let those feelings in and out. See you next week, bestie.